0: Welcome back to My Sister's TBR, the podcast where you join us in our
1: bookish adventures. I'm Stacy, And I'm Rebecca. We're your book-loving sisters always on the hunt for the next captivating story.
0: In today's episode, we're brewing up some literary magic as we share our October reads and take a deep dive into The Coven by Harper L. Woods.
1: Get ready for a spellbinding adventure as we unveil our thoughts on this month's reads from romance to fantasy. And
0: stick around to discover why The Coven has
1: us under its spell. So snuggle up and let's get started.
0: So we're a little bit late uploading this episode and recording it, but <laughs> it's fine. It's okay. We just things just got a little crazy at the end of the month, but we're <laughs> but good we're back.
1: <laughs> we're ready. <laughs> I'm happy to be back.
0: Um, I had a pretty good month of reading. I had I totaled seven books in October. And that's all, um, like, that's actual definitely... reading.
1: <laughs> oh. Like, no audiobooks. audiobooks. No. So I'm impressed. Wow. Good job. And especially, yeah. wasn't it September month? You only had, like, two books? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> so. You're back. You're back. <laughs>
0: I don't know, because we're four days into November, and I'm still only on the one book. So... But we won't talk about that um, book right now. Nope.
1: <laughs> nope. That's for the next episode. Yeah, you definitely had a way better month than I did. I'm still stuck in the two book two <laughs> book months. <laughs> or you're working month. <laughs> a lot.
0: So that's it's understandable. Uh, but I'm you like, just,
1: I'm trying.
0: You have to make sure that your books that you're reading are just like really good. So you know that you've got yeah. two good books.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, like, there have been a lot of weeks in the months lately, um, or honestly, ever since I've been up here, <laughs> um, that I get in, like, reading ruts after I finish a book. And then I'm in, like, two weeks until I can actually get right back into that, like, you know, when you're looking forward to actually picking up the book and, like, getting into it. Um yeah. And I was afraid that that was going to happen this time. But honestly, as soon as I finished my last read, I dove right into, like, the next book. Okay. So this month, I think, is going to be good. Or next next month, I think, is going to be good.
0: Maybe it depends, too, on, um, like, how invested you were in the book. Because I find that if I'm like that, yeah, like I get really bad book hangover if I'm like super into the book and then it ends and I'm like, where does my life go from here?
1: Yep. (laughs) (laughs) So maybe that has
0: something to do with it. I don't know.
1: It's funny because uh, Ilsa just messaged me the other day saying that she just finished her very last Colleen Hoover book and she was like, I don't know what to do with my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, what a feat though. Yep. All right, Stacey, start us off with your October reads. So I was trying
0: to uh, carry out a kind of like a spooky October vibe for this month, like the books that Mm -hmm. I was, the books that I was choosing. And I think I, I think I succeeded. (laughs) Uh, I started out the month strong with Morbidly Yours by Ivy Fairbanks. This is a contemporary romance. It was 330 pages and I rated it four stars. um, Very, very close to five. I loved this book. So it's about Calum and Lark. They're as opposite as you could possibly be. If they were colors, Calum would be gray and Lark would be like the brightest yellow. He's a mortician. She's an animator. He's shy. She's outgoing. Uh, Calum was raised by his grandfather who run the funeral parlor Uh, prepping Caleb to take over instead of Cal's father, who skipped out. Yeah, like skipped out on them.
1: Hmm.
0: Uh, when Cal's grandfather passes, there is a stipulation in the will that puts a little hitch in the plan that Cal must marry before his 35th birthday, or ownership will go back to his deadbeat dad. So, for obvious reasons, this sucks. (laughs) Yep. Right? Like he's desperately trying to find a wife, but he's not exactly like the outgoing type. Uh he doesn't mm-hmm. enjoy the whole dating scene. He's really reserved, I find.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Lark is an animator. She's an American. Uh she moves to Ireland for work. Uh and totally unknown to her, she moves in next door to Calum's um funeral home. Oh dear. So here she, like, she is just so full of life. And, you know, like, <laughs> you living next the to the opposite. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So I think, like, at the start of it, she thinks that she's next door to, like, a bed and breakfast. Like, the name of it was so, you know, like, it, it didn't sound like it was a funeral parlor. So, like, yeah, anyways. um, She was obviously really weirded out about living next to a funeral parlor. Uh, but she very soon befriends Calum, uh, mm-hmm. and it kind of gets messy from there. So, like, she's dealing with her own baggage, um, and she tries to help Calum search for a wife before the final nine months are up, uh, but they're growing closer and more comfortable with each other, so this is where it starts getting messy. Mm. Yeah, but it was like such a fun and unique romance. I haven't read a book like it before. Uh, honestly, I picked it up because of the cover. It's one of those super cute, like animated, yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. right. I, I'm sure everybody has seen this book by now. It's it's been pretty popular, and like the funeral home setting, it just gave me October vibes. Um, mm-hmm. uh, it, but it didn't. I don't know. It didn't really give me that vibes as I was reading it um i just it was unexpected not in a bad way okay. It just it didn't give me october vibes <laughs> but i genuinely <laughs> genuinely loved the novel and the characters uh it did have really heavy themes but the book still felt lighthearted, and like some parts were just so comical um that like it just made me feel giddy And there's not many books that do that. Yeah. 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 Um, And, I mean, there's just something so incredibly appealing when the main male character speaks to the female main character in another language, like, in his own language.
1: Mm. And she
0: doesn't know what he's saying. Oh, It's just this... Right? (laughs) Like, there's something so sweet about that. He was such a heartbreaker. But, like, if... Christina Lauren's uh, book, Josh and Hazel's Guide to Not Dating, and Ashley Poston's The Dead Romantics had a love child. This would be it. Okay. And those those two <laughs> books are fabulous. <laughs> so so this
1: was right up your alley, right from the uh, right from the beginning, right
0: from the start. Yeah, I just <laughs> I knew I was going to love this, and I mean I think Avi Fairbanks is an incredible author. She was so easy to read, and she just—I don't know—there was just so many little things in this book that it just felt so right and so good. Mm. I think she did an awesome job, and I'm pretty sure this is her debut novel.
1: Yeah, I heard that too. Yeah. High hopes.
0: Yeah. So this was a friends to lovers, like rom-com vibes, and um, a slow burn. It wasn't very fast. Mm. It was a nice slow pace.
1: Okay, that's still nice every now and then. yeah yeah
0: agreed so that was my first (laughs) book and it started out like i said the month was strong
1: damn oh i did start reading that actually um i didn't finish it i only i was only a couple chapters in but i can see why you loved it so much yeah it was really good
0: immediately after finishing this book Uh, I started reading Butcher and Blackbird by Bree, Brian, Breen, Weaver. I don't know how to pronounce her name.
1: So I keep, I literally keep seeing, I keep seeing that around. Like on Goodreads, on my suggested reads. Like it's, I see it everywhere. Yeah. It's, oh,
0: it was so fun. (laughs) Okay. But I'll, okay. It's 362 pages. It's a dark contemporary romance. I rated it five stars. Oh my gosh. Like, full five stars. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's Friends of Lovers, Reverse Grumpy Sunshine, and Only One Bed Trope. Oh, uh, <gasps> uh, my heart. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Rowan and Sloane are serial killers. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Uh, I like yeah. to start.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. After a chance encounter, Sparks Flying, the rival murderers, create an annual game which they hunt down the most dangerous monsters in a game of who can kill them first. Each year, they grow closer and closer as their friendship develops into something else. The ghosts left in their wake are only a few steps behind, ready to claim more than just their newfound love. Can Rowan and Sloan dig themselves out of a game of graves or have they finally met their match i cannot say enough good things about this book it was an experience and the very <laughs> first page was enough to hook me it Ugh. was so vivid i did i read you the first I, page of this book
1: i'm pretty sure you read the first yeah i think so i know you did that with okay something you were reading last month so that or it, it was this probably month.
0: this one yeah Okay. Yeah. It was because it gave me, um, verity vibes. Yeah. Like that first, you know, the, it really hooks you. Yep. Yeah. This did that same sort of, sort of thing. Um, it was really disturbing, but I could not stop reading his. Hey, what
1: like, read it. Like there were some obviously,
0: yeah, like there were some obvious, um, graphic scenes we'll say
1: hmm.
0: uh definitely take the trigger warning seriously but like me the character development for both of the the main characters were just phenomenal
1: hmm.
0: uh like i loved how rowan was always rooting for sloan he was like super golden retriever energy oh. which was really adorable and that's saying a lot for me yeah. to say that i <laughs> liked that because normally the golden retriever vibe just uh, yeah. <laughs> like no, just just go away with that. But this oh, I I'm absolutely surprised. loved it. But wow. yeah. Yeah. Um but yeah, it just it, the book had me on my toes the whole time like like so nervous for them because I mean these games are are dangerous. They're going after other more dangerous people than themselves. And making a game out of it. So you're kind of mm-hmm. like like afraid that they're going to like slip like,
1: up and yeah, and they yeah. get caught or, you know. <laughs> but uh
0: I loved it. It was just again, it was another book that had really heavy themes but was written very lightheartedly.
1: Okay. Okay, so it was I like comical. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't remember your last five star read. Um, I can find out.
0: I'm trying to not give them out like all over the place. Like yeah. I know we've talked about that before, but how we're both kind of trying to conserve <laughs> yeah. our five stars. Yeah. But sometimes it's really hard. <laughs> I know.
1: <laughs> some of some of them actually do deserve it. Yeah.
0: Uh A Court of Wings and Ruin, but I don't think we can even oh. count
1: of course. The Akatar Aquatara. Like- so
0: something that's not Akatar. <laughs> um The Soulmate Equation by Christina Lauren. That okay. was my last and that was july 30th
1: wow so yeah damn
0: yeah i'm being a stingy bitch (laughs) we have to be (laughs) Uh uh-huh uh the next book that i read was nevermore bookstore by kerrigan Byrne and cynthia saint aubin uh this was a contemporary romance there's a theme i think I think all my books have been contemporary romances <laughs> this month. <laughs> uh, you so it 363 month. pages. Yeah. Um, I rated this one a three star. Cool. I I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it. It was, it was decent. Um, it's this small town romance, uh, another slow burn. Uh, so Caddy runs a bookstore, which was previously owned by her late aunt. And every Thursday, she stays late, waiting for a mysterious customer to call with an order of books. Uh, she knows nothing of this man, other than his name, uh, in a general address where the books are delivered. Uh, these phone calls last hours and quickly become the highlight of her week. She falls for the man with a jagged velvet voice and often mm-hmm. wonders what sort of alchemy might it inspire if they met in person. Uh, Fox wants nothing more than the brilliant beautiful bookstore owner but he knows it can never happen he stays in his mountain hideaway high above sleepy little townsend harbor his hermit's existence protects him and others from the pain of his past uh, one of their weekly calls is interrupted by a break-in. Fox is powerless to protect Caddy from his hideaway. He soon finds himself much closer to Caddy by helping her out around the bookstore and keeping an eye on her in person. Caddy is none the wiser that this new helper is a mysterious man she speaks to every Thursday from her bookstore. Um, for some reason, as I was reading this book, the um the town always made me think of St. John's.
1: Oh, interesting. Like, everything that
0: they were describing, just, it just seemed like it was a, like, somewhere downtown
1: St. John's. Okay, I like that, actually. It makes it really easy to, like, visualize and, like, put yourself there in their shoes. (laughs) Uh, I did, I liked, I enjoyed this book. There were a lot of
0: cringy moments. Like, Caddy is really colorful. She's funny and a little out there. And like, so optimistic, it hurts. <laughs> um, but she's a, a lot to take in, I think. I bet. Like, especially... she's just one of those personalities. Yeah. And like, some of the things that she says were a little like, like
1: weird. I don't know. Cringy, mm. I guess, is the best way to put it. Well, I mean, especially once, like, I'm not saying that you're not optimistic, but like, I
0: I'm a pessimist.
1: <laughs> when you're on the opposite side of- <laughs> Yeah.
0: I'm not a like peppy, upbeat, sort of colorful person. I'm not. <laughs> so so it was really hard to uh connect with this character mm-hmm. and maybe that's why I did the whole 3 star. Could be. Yeah. Yep. But the cover was really misleading. I don't I know really like the
1: cover. It looked really nice. Oh.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm all like. I really enjoyed it. I thought it looked great. But for some reason, I was thinking this was going to be a paranormal romance. Oh, I don't know why. Hmm. But like, and I'm not the only person that thought that. A lot of people going into this book thought it was a paranormal romance. What the heck? So I don't know. I don't know. There's, <laughs> there must be something. Maybe because it's called Nevermore Bookstore, just gives like I don't know. Yeah, I. Can, I don't know, I but. Yep. Yeah, um. But it was a fun, really quick read. Both main characters have severe conditions like PTSD, chronic pain. Uh, so there's like a lot of, uh, talk of how it physically and mentally weighs on the characters. Mm. Uh, so the inclusion of that in the story, uh, gave it like that authentic feel. It just yeah. felt like it was real characters. Uh, and you don't really get many, um, books that the characters outright talk about. Uh, whether it's disabilities or, uh, like, even so much as just, like, anxiety and depression, like,
1: mm, you get
0: right. the vibes from characters a lot of the times, but there's not many characters that straight out say, like, yeah, I have anxiety, I have depression, I have mm. chronic pain, I have, you know. Yeah. So it was really neat seeing that being such a prominent part of the book. Yeah, very realistic. So. yeah. Yeah, this book won't be everyone's cup of tea, but it was definitely a nice change of pace for me. So that was three out of the six that I read. So if you wanted to tell us
1: the book that you read this month, <laughs>
0: other than the featured read.
1: <laughs> My one spare book. <laughs> <laughs> um, So I've talked about this before, how I... uh I've put a pause on reading Colleen Hoover's books because I'm just not ready to be done her books yet, or her collection. Um, I finally jumped back in, and honestly, I'm so glad that I did because I truly missed reading her so badly. I forgot how easy she is. Like, just her, like her writing. Oh my god! Like I flew yeah. through this book. <laughs> okay. So I read Too Late by Colleen Hoover. I've been waiting a very long time to read this. I've heard so <laughs> many good things. Yeah.
0: I started it ages ago, but then I put it on pause. How come? Um, I'm not sure. It's not that I wasn't enjoying it. Um, I think it was just that something else came up at the time, and I just didn't get around to going back to
1: it. Well, you you should. <laughs> <laughs> It was actually really good. Um, so it's three hundred and thirty-nine pages. The genre, I guess, genre would be romance, maybe. This
0: kind of dark too. Dark,
1: right? yeah, like twisty romance. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it just says romance here, but it was definitely more of like a a little bit darker, um, mm-hmm. dark romantic thriller since. Oh, this is interesting. Okay. So under like the write-up, it says, The instant number one New York Times and USA Today bestseller, a story about a woman caught in a dangerous web of obsessive love trying to find a way out before it's too late. This new updated edition is a burn burner uh, and Colleen Hoover's darkest romantic thriller since Verity. Mm. Yeah. So... Sloane will go through hell and back for those she loves, and she does so every single day. Caught up with the alluring Asa Jackson, a notorious drug trafficker, Sloane has finally found a lifeline to cling to, even if it means compromising her morals. She was in dire straits trying to pay for her brother's care until she met Asa, but as Sloane became emotionally and economically reliant on him, he, in turn, develop a disturbing obsession with her, one that becomes increasingly dangerous every day. When undercover DEA agent Carter enters the picture, Sloan's surprised to feel an immediate attraction between them, despite knowing that if Asa finds out, he will kill him. And Asa has always been a step ahead of everyone in his life, including Sloan. No one has ever gotten in his way. No one except Carter. Together, Sloan and Carter must find a way out before it's too late oh Mm. so this was like i mean she does list out triggers like trigger warnings at the beginning of the book and honestly like yeah like i even low-key found it a little bit triggering and like we've talked about this before like we don't really have any triggers (laughs) no none like zero it was very intense it was between like the, the three point of views so i I've really enjoyed that, like seeing uh Sloan's point of view, Carter's point of view, and Asa's point of view-huh, mm-hmm. so that was really cool, um yeah, but like Asa is just a huge walking red flag, oh my god, it I read that, and I was like, yeah, I'm just I hate men right now <laughs> <laughs> he He was absolutely horrible um. Oh. He even faked having, like, schizophrenia so that, like, some of the things that he was doing, he would get away with. Oh, my goodness. It was wild, okay? Absolutely wild. Like, it literally, I had, like, I want to say 100 pages left, and it got to this point, and it was like everything was happy. Like, they were, you know, it, like, the chaos died down. And I was like, okay, we're happy here. There's still 100 <laughs> pages left. What's going to happen in
0: between here? Oh, that's... That's so um, common in Colleen Hoover's books, though. Like, yes, there's a point in just about every book where everything feels like it's calm, <laughs> like this is where the novel should end. Yep. And then you look, and there's still so much left. And you're just like, okay, here it comes. <laughs> you're uh, did you it. know how she how she wrote this book?
1: I think um, we might have touched on it before. I think so. I didn't actually know about this before. Like, I wish. That I was, like, around during this time. But I mm-hmm. she talks about it a lot in, like, the acknowledgements in oh, okay. Too Late. How, like, she, this was, like, a project yeah. on this, like, group page. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. Yeah, it was Wattpad. That's so sick.
0: Yeah. She was releasing it, like, sort of slowly and for free. So, like, anybody with a Wattpad account could just go read it. And, yeah, like, it was just sort of a, a project for her. Like, in between books.
1: I hate that I wasn't a reader until, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I don't even remember 2021 or 2020. hmm Yeah, uh, this was, like,
0: 2016, I think. Wow. Ish, when she wrote this. On Damn. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I wish I was there for that. That is so cool. Yeah, so I, I rated it, like, a, I rated it a four. I mean, obviously, because, like, it's Colleen Hoover. I just- i love her writing you can't take yeah you can't make yourself
0: do it any less than that
1: anyways (laughs) i think i did one of her books maybe a little bit lower than that but like no i this was written very very well and i liked how she like acknowledged schizophrenia and like Mm -hmm. mental illness and stuff like that and like it still had the very much similar vibes to like her other books yeah Um I'm
0: curious to know, now that it's published, what she's changed in it. Like how it compares to the original Wattpad version. I wonder. Right? Because I'm sure this is after going through editors and you know, the the whole system of publishing. I wonder what may have been changed, if anything.
1: Oh, there was definitely some changes I'd say. Yeah. I'd uh
0: We might need to look into that more.
1: What the heck? I'm See looking. Yeah, Get gently. our hands
0: on to like the original. Oh, I would love that.
1: That would be so cool. Um, <laughs> I'm just looking at I just came across a review for Too Late and somebody said sounds super silly, almost as if AI generated it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god. Everybody screams AI generated stuff now.
1: God. Um, but yeah, it was really good. Uh, very, very, very easy to read. Had similar like intense vibes as verity like mm-hmm. with regards to like oh my god like are they gonna get caught like just sitting on the edge of your seat like oh like what's gonna happen oh, next? i love that yeah but asa was good god i absolutely hate that man <laughs> Yep. <laughs> good to know he was yeah i can't like i don't want to say too many things to like mm-hmm. spoil it but he was the type to want his cake and to be able to eat it too and nobody else was allowed to eat his cake or look at it or look at it he (laughs) was so obnoxious so possessive and not in the way that we like it exactly exactly like he yeah oh yeah so possessive absolutely (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was just sat there reading and I was like okay I hate you I hate you I
0: hate you uh
1: but it was still good.
0: <laughs> I'm wondering if that may be why I decided to pause it. Maybe I just wasn't, I don't know.
1: Honestly, I can see that because. Yeah. You like, know how
0: I get sometimes. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah. If I something
0: can... <laughs> rubs me the wrong way in a book, I'm just like, oh, mm,
1: nope.
0: <laughs> you're going on the pause shelf for a little while. Time out. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that honestly. If yeah. that, uh, yeah.
0: i'll give it another try
1: you should you should it was it was do
0: you have it physical yep bring it home
1: with you okay (laughs) (laughs) i'm not (laughs) buying it (laughs) (laughs) gotta add it to my collection but yeah i pre-ordered two books and i also ordered fourth wing and too late and they came right like last week and i Mm -hmm. oh my gosh jumped right into it that was awesome so what was your next read uh, I read a
0: short story or novella, oh. uh, The Scepter by Jay Bree. She's the one that, uh, wrote, um, The Bonds that. Oh, yeah. Possibly, yeah. Possibly. Savage Bonds, those, those books. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed the ones that I've read of that. I haven't finished that series, obviously, but, um, I thought, you know, this is only an 87 page novella, you know, the, this- get another idea of what her other series was like uh so this one was the prequel for uh, crown of oaths oaths and curses uh so this one like really set the scene for that series Mm. it follows rook and her brother pemba who are witches of the ravenward coven uh the forest protection abandons their coven and only rook and pemba escape the massacre uh, they are the last two Ravensword witches in the Southern lands. So it's a race of survival. They must leave before their survival reaches the attackers. But first they have to make the journey up Augur Mountain to meet with the seer to discover Rook's fate. Since it was like a short novella, it was really difficult to really get to know the characters. Uh, mm. So I can't really say much on what the characters are like, but... Uh, I guess the way it ends, the rest of the series must be about those two, or at least follow Rook, um, the, the girl.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But I, I just, I thought it was so cute. Like, Pemba's eagerness to, like, help and support his sister was, like, unmatched. Like, I could not get over that sibling bond that they had. Oh, that's nice. So I am excited to read the rest of the series, or at least start the first book and see how it plays out, because... Like I'm getting some real uh, enemies to lovers vibes.
1: Oh,
0: yeah, (laughs) yeah. And it's listed as a faded mates trope, enemies to lovers, possibly. Oh, so. (laughs) And I do like her writing. It was it was very easy to read. So I think it's going to be another like good entry level fantasy. I think
1: Mm, nice. Maybe I'll have to give it a try. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: it's only eighty seven pages. So
1: you know i might have to read that yeah yeah uh yeah because
0: throughout the book um she also has this uh, uh like voice in her head which is somebody like speaking to her through
1: oh her mind
0: yeah so that plays into it as well uh but yeah i rated it a four stars like it was a solid good start to a to a fantasy series
1: okay damn hmm Oh,
0: and my next one, <laughs> I could not, not rate this one a full five stars. Like, this oh. was a fantastic novel. I read it, I almost read it in one one sitting. Oh, my God. Yeah. The Dead Romantics by Ashley Poston. So, over the summer, I bought two of her books, The Dead Romantics and The Seven Year Slip. Oh, yes. And... We talked about The Seven Year Slip when it was uh, releasing. Yep. Super interested in it. Like that whole time slip romance. Just, yes. it really intrigued oh. us. Yep. So I was, I figured, oh, uh, I'll just get through The Dead Romantic so I can, now is, is not connected. But oh, okay. I have heard that she does sort of give like little Easter eggs to other books in it. But that still wasn't why. Like I just figured if I was reading The Seven Year Slip, I should start with, you know, one of her other books first and the dead romantics was, was what I picked. Uh This is a paranormal romance. Um, I went into it blind, but I'm so, so happy I did. (sighs) After saying that, like, I don't want to read the description.
1: I know. Like literally (laughs) I'm like, okay, I'm going to plug my ears. You can go ahead.
0: (laughs) Okay. I'll, I'll address the readers. You, you just mute me for a little bit. (laughs) Um, i don't know do do you not really want to hear (laughs) anything about it are you actually going to read it
1: i am actually going to read it but it's fine just you can is there's no spoilers (laughs) like
0: whatever i say is going to be whatever is on like the goodreads page or i know know, whatever you use for descriptions all right go ahead (laughs) so it's a small town romance it Mm. was enemies of lovers Mm. and there was absolutely zero spice.
1: Oh, and it was still I, five stars. Still
0: five stars. <laughs> so that gives you a good, good amount of insight into how well this book was written. Yes. Uh, oh, I was just, I was in love right from the very first page. So it's uh, about Florence Day. She's a ghost writer for a prolific romance author. However, after a terrible breakout, Breakout. <laughs> After a terrible breakup, she no longer believes in love. When her new editor, a too handsome mountain of a man, won't give her an extension on the book deadline, she prepares to kiss her career goodbye. But then she gets a phone call she never wanted to receive, and she must return home for the first time in a decade to help her family bury her father. Back in the hometown that ran her out a decade ago, she is faced with a ghost standing at the funeral parlor's front door just as broad and infuriatingly handsome as ever and just as confused about why he's there as she is romance is certainly dead but so is her new editor and his unfinished business will have her second guessing everything she's ever known about love stories
1: that gave me goosebumps okay (laughs) so Uh.
0: like i i'm still haunted by this book and i've I read it like a month ago at this point. (laughs) Yeah, maybe not quite a month, but either way, um, it was beautiful. It was captivating, eye-opening, and just absolutely heart-wrenching. I laughed, and I cried, and I (laughs) (laughs) laugh-cried. It was so easy to just put myself in Florence's shoes and feel what she was feeling.
1: I love that.
0: Yeah. The storytelling was gripping, and the light humor throughout made the heavy topics... Like easier to read. Mm. Uh, like I honestly closed this book and I just I almost opened it again to start from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I I just loved absolutely everything about this novel. I don't even care that it was predictable. I was just so entranced by it.
1: Oh my god! And I would easily
0: easily give it six stars if I could.
1: <sighs> okay, yeah. sign me up. Thanks. Okay, <laughs> you.
0: I've got it here physical. So. Okay. <laughs> Next month, you can, you can read it. Uh, But, oh, it was just, it was obviously really, really difficult reading about, like, her father dying.
1: Yeah. uh, Yeah. Like,
0: I just, I found that really hard to read. And then, like, everything um, with her family afterwards, like, the the whole span of, like, you know, his funeral and his, like, his last wishes and stuff like that
1: Mm. was just, oh,
0: it's like a gut punch
1: yeah i know i don't even like thinking about like our parents getting old no (laughs) like that (laughs) yep
0: Mm, i know (laughs) but anyways super super good book highly highly recommend to anybody Mm. okay uh Uh, and my my last book i don't uh, i'll just i'll just read it it was only 71 pages Mm -hmm. considered a paranormal romance or neurotica Uh, i don't know what tropes would describe this oh i'm not even gonna try uh so it's unhinged by vera valentine i have been seeing this book everywhere
1: i haven't seen this yet
0: oh it was it's all over my tiktok all over the book groups i'm in on facebook it's just This has been talked about a lot. Uh, I'll read out the description. Okay. Uh, I apologize for butchering names, so I'll just start with that. Someone's (laughs) been watching Tana closely, but he's a lot closer than she realizes. From intimate moments to lazy afternoons on the beach. On the beach? What is wrong with my eyes? (sighs) From intimate moments to lazy afternoons on the couch, he's secretly seen it all and fallen for her along the way. The problem is that someone else is watching, too, and his obsession with Tana is a lot more dangerous. When a man claiming to be her front door enters her dreams to warn her about an imminent threat to her life, Tana initially chalks it up to her weird late night snacks. Like you would. (laughs) <laughs> but she rethinks things when her earnest visitor insists he's also ready to protect her, in exchange for one hell of a favor. When Tana trades her best line of defense for an unlikely supernatural ally, the threat lurking beyond her apartment hallway starts getting desperate as the law closes in. Can her, her inhuman companion save her from the worst of humanity, or is it too late for both of them? Hmm. I honestly don't know what to say about this because I think I actually liked the story. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean it was wild, it was a ride like right from the start, totally bonkers. <laughs> but it's one of those books that like you just you just have to read it. Yeah. I mean it was only a short story. So I feel like that bad.
1: description is so vague though too. <laughs> <I did>. <laughs>
0: ah. <laughs> It's, it's more, th- like, it's obviously right from the, the very front cover, it's listed as an erotic door romance, which rough the bat should, you know,
1: the warning bells should be. <laughs> what does that even mean, an erotic door romance? I don't understand.
0: Uh, you have to read it. I, I can't spoil it. What the hell? Yeah, I know. Uh, Yeah. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, but anyways, like Vera Valentine, like she, I don't know how she made it work, but she did. So I'll give her that.
1: Okay. Because I think
0: I actually rated. No, I don't have it rated, and I, I'm I'm not going to give my rating. <laughs> this is staying unrated <laughs> because there's people we know that listen to this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So anyways,
0: (laughs) that is the last one I'm going to talk about right now.
1: (laughs) And on that note.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We're just going to forget that this book ever graced (laughs) our podcast. Oh, dear. But yeah, it was definitely like a paranormal, like, in in a way, like, Greek gods are brought into it as well.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: That'll give you a little more insight into it. But I mean, it's only 71 pages. So literally, like, two hours. I think I had it done.
1: Wow. Yeah. there's nothing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was really, really quick. So if you're looking for a good uh, <laughs> palate cleanser, I guess. That it would be, I guess. Yeah. All right. Bet. Yeah. And then I think the last is just the featured read. If you wanted to uh, inform us on what our featured read of October <laughs> was.
1: Sure. <laughs> Okay, so The Coven by Harper L. Woods was our featured read for this month for October. Um this is the number 1 in the Coven of Bones series. And honestly, <laughs> I loved this.
0: <laughs> oh my god, me too.
1: It was so good. Uh so it's fantasy romance, paranormal, um witches, vampires, magic, like oh amazing uh it's 298 pages and the plot is revenge raised to be my father's weapon against the coven that took away his sister and his birthright i would do anything to protect my younger brother from suffering the same fate my duty forces me to the secret town of Crystal Hollow and the prestigious Hollows Grove University, where the best and brightest of my kind learn to practice their magic free from human judgment. There are no whispered war- words here, no condemnation for the blood that flows through my veins. The only animosity I face comes from the beautiful and infuriating headmaster, Alaric Grayson Thorn, a man oh, who despises. <laughs> A man who despises me just as much as I loathe him and everything he stands for. But that doesn't mean secrets don't threaten to tear the school in two. No one talks about the bloody massacre that forced it to close decades prior, only the opportunity it can afford to those fortunate enough to attend. Because for the first time in 50 years, the coven will open its wards to the thirteen. 13 promising students destined to change the world if the ghosts of hollows groves victims don't kill them first. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, um, I rated this a four. I rated it a four and a half.
0: I was really close to five starring this one.
1: Okay, I can... Hold on. I gotta log in. I gotta see if I did actually rate it four. I think I did. You did.
0: Everybody on my friends list that read it rated it four stars.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: Honestly, like, okay, without going into too much detail right now, um the ending absolutely (laughs) is the almost the full reason for me giving it a four-star rating. I did not expect that ending whatsoever. <laughs> no. No. Nope. Oh my god. And like that doesn't happen very often, especially with romances like you can tell where things are going.
0: Yeah. And especially I find paranormal romance. I yeah. always seem to find paranormal romance are like super predictable. Yep. Cuz I mean there's only so many things that can be that sort of exactly. thing, you know, that that mentality. but yep. this was
1: whew. I Like I thought that this was like a classic Enemies to lovers. Mm-hmm. That it oh, is not.
0: Yep. Oh my god, it was like. Ugh, over. I can't even say any of it because it's too I much know. spoilers.
1: I know, but should, should we just, just like?
0: Okay, we're we're just gonna end this now, and we're just gonna <laughs> skip to the <laughs> to the spoilers. All right, everybody, get out now if you <laughs> haven't read this book. Yeah.
1: We don't want to ruin it for you. <laughs>
0: Uh, Are we actually ending it here? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Good. Um, So don't forget to check out our Instagram uh, at (laughs) my sister's TBR. Uh, We post a whole lot of stuff on there. uh, Better featured reads, and uh, you know when we do Uh, giveaways
1: (laughs) and other books that we're reading. All the books that
0: we're reading, and we like getting you know comments from you guys about you know what you're looking forward to or what your thoughts are on the books that we're reading. So
1: interact with us (laughs) keep doing it and (laughs) don't forget to subscribe so you can never miss an episode
0: Yep, subscribing (laughs) and rating our podcast that are those are great ways to make sure that we're getting out there and more people can hear us be idiots (laughs) (laughs) exactly basically (laughs) so i guess uh, that's it for this one other okay. than those of you who want to hear our real true thoughts on the coven you can stick around after our little outro music
1: all right bye-bye toodles
0: okay okay so welcome back (laughs) hello friends (laughs) um can we just can we just take a second to really truly appreciate how many boxes that this novel checks off like that not not just the fact that it's paranormal romance like that's obviously a great box to check off but it being enemies or lovers forbidden romance literally a villain main male character (laughs) an age gap touch her and die witchy badass female main character and the banter. Like, that's just what what comes to mind. That's a
1: complete <laughs> still package s- right there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, this book, literally, I feel like it was written for me and, you know, tied with a little ribbon on top and yeah. just <laughs> handed to me and said, here, Stacy,
1: this is now going to be your favorite book <laughs> made just for you.
0: <laughs> yep. Yeah. Because it was, there was so much that I just absolutely adored in this book. And it, I mean, I know I said it. Back when you were listing out the uh, the description, but, um, Alaric Grayson Thorne. What a name. <laughs> it literally, I, I think, think
1: that's the perfect name for him. Oh, it is.
0: Yep. Yep. Like, it literally could not have gotten any better. The whole, like, novel, I was just constantly guessing. Like, what is going on? He was, like, so mysterious and, like, not at the same time. Like, I don't know.
1: I I felt like I kept almost knowing where this was going to go. Especially, like, like we've said before, like, classic enemies to lovers. Like, obviously they're going to end up in the end. Like, things are going to be super happy and, Mm -hmm. you know. Wow. But, man,
0: did it take twists.
1: Holy crap. (laughs) Like,
0: I was expecting the whole villainous thing right like me yeah. it, it warns you of that but I wasn't expecting it to be like I thought that once he finally started to like soften towards her like that was it then they were yeah you know they were good this was it and then it just totally flipped again and all of a sudden he was a villain again.
1: I even fell for that act. Yeah like I was like oh my god like they're gonna be so happy like yeah. okay okay first off with regards to the age gap Okay, so the first – I oh. there was a little bit that gave me a bit of an ick, though.
0: Okay. Um,
1: Her first night there, and he went into her room and, like, undressed her. Oh, yeah. So normally, like, yeah. I'm okay with things like that, but I don't know what it – I don't know. I got the ick then a little bit. Like, that was the only part yeah. that gave me the ick, but I just kind of didn't really like that. I was like – um. I don't know. It just felt very weird to me. Like. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It seems, uh, like almost out of character for them. Yeah. And I remember like read as I was reading, I was thinking like, like, like Willow, she must know, you know? And like, even after that, like it seemed like she didn't then at that point. But I think at one point she did mention it to him about being in her room because she could smell him. I think she said. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like, I think that's what kind of smoothed it over a bit for me, because I realized that she was aware that it happened.
1: Yeah, okay, that's true. Yeah. She didn't seem too, too bothered by it either. So, like, no. that, that kind of made me feel a bit better then, too, yeah. Yeah.
0: I like the whole, like, vampire thing that they had going on in this book, like, how they're considered vessels, and they yeah. only feed on witches'
1: blood. So interesting.
0: Yeah. Uh, And, like, the magic, too, was done really Uh. well. Like, all the scenes with Willow where she's using her magic and, like, that deep connection she has with nature. Where she, like, puts her hands down in the the dirt. And just the way that Harper, like, really wrote those scenes. And, like, oh, and the part about how, like, the connection and the balance which has with her powers. Yeah. That was, I loved that because... So many of these paranormal romance, or, well, not just romance, but any paranormal books that have, like, witches in it, like, it, it almost just seems like their magic is just there. Like, like yeah. there's no, you know, they can do it however much they want, wherever they want. But at least here in this novel, there was a, a connection and a balance. Like, uh she wrote, our magic is about balance. You cannot take more than you give and still expect nature to answer your call. It's a dance, a relationship like no other. If all we do is take and use, how are we any better than the humans who poison the earth? I asked, running a gentle finger over the vine that had stabilized me. It was this symbiotic relationship that a witch was meant to have with her affinity, harmony rather than theft. Like I love that. Yeah, I was just like, "Mm, mic drop. Yeah, (laughs) literally. I know a lot of people had said that they had seen the ending coming. Like, I've read some reviews that people said, I don't know, was predictable. But I honestly did not see that coming.
1: No, same. Like, I, I love how they referenced it, though. Like, he had the painting of Lucifer. Yeah. In his office. Yeah. <laughs> that should have clued us all in. I know. When they first kidding. mentioned that. <laughs> no, not a clue. Like, when they described, like, with the the ramp or the stairs being formed, like, from that mirror and coming up from, like, from hell, basically. And they were, descri- like, she was describing, like, these two people, like, the two devils or whatever, uh, carrying, like, that bed. And mm-hmm. then she was like, oh, my gosh, like, basically, you know, like, who's on this bed? And then it was... <laughs> my mouth dropped. Like, yeah. literally... <laughs> freaking lucifer um like when she like before the mirror made that like connection from hell um or like the passageway from hell and how that other i don't remember her name now but the the person who was there talking to her and she was like yeah like uh your husband's soul Mm. uh, talking about her husband's soul being like trapped here yeah. <laughs> on earth and oh my god like what i w- i had no idea where this was going no
0: no i it was so hard for me to not like grab up the second
1: book oh. right away <laughs> literally as soon as i was done that i actually did bring it up on the kindle i was like hey do i do it <laughs> It's so
0: sad that we have, like, so many other book priorities right now. (laughs) I just wanted to read the second book and see what happens.
1: Jeez. Well, Uh, we're going to have to do that this month. Yeah. Or try Uh, to. The
0: the only thing that really stopped me from making it a full five stars was just that, like, I wanted more out of it. Yeah. It seemed like it was such a short book and it covered such, like, a vast amount of information Mm. and characters, but never really got into the meat of it yeah agreed like like her friends or you know like like i don't i don't even remember their names that's how little it was was brought up um but like the other students at the school like i just wanted more interaction between willow and everybody and like um there was no like did she go to classes she was at the school but it didn't feel Um, like she was at a school
1: yeah like that's Oh, like, this could have easily been, like, a 500-page book and... Oh, easy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah, like, that whole, like, I was expecting kind of like a, like a Hogwarts sort of,
1: sort yeah. of thing, you know?
0: Yeah. Really delving into all of that, but, but it wasn't. It was very, uh, fast-paced, get-to-the-point-of-Willow and, um, great
1: yeah and like that is good in some books obviously like yeah we we like it when it you know when it's not like um yeah. but this easily
0: or... could have had another 200 pages
1: yes and i would not have complained one bit oh nope. my god
0: hopefully now with the second book we'll get more more into it
1: yeah hopefully it feels like two books and you're yeah. like supposed to be like the one book you know <laughs> yeah Oh. i
0: this like was in the the part of the book where everything seems so cute and good yep. and you know the relationship seemed like it was going good places
1: mm-hmm. uh when
0: he said to her you fight every moment of every day you fight because that is who you are he whispered dropping his forehead to mine what happens when i'm tired of fighting i asked trying to ignore the pool of tears threatening to fall, hoping that water from the shower would wash them away before he could notice. His face softened, his lips touching mine in a kiss that was so much more delicate than any other. Then you let me do it for you. Oh. When he yeah. said that, I was just like, oh my God. He had us all fooled. <laughs> uh, I think, I, I don't think it was, I think book two is going to wrap it all together that he, like this was true. You know, like that. This is um, really what he was like with her. That this was the, you know, him.
1: Yeah, I hope so.
0: I, I'm, I'm thinking that's what it's going to be. Um, and even from like the very start, like the first interaction of him, like on her, like at her door, Oh he's like trying to like close the door and stuff. Uh, the very first thing that I highlighted was when he said. Why don't you come outside and lie to me again, love?
1: Ooh, he used Sling love him. so often and it was uh yeah. Yeah. Oh, see, that doesn't
0: give me the ick when when it's baby like every 2 seconds. That's what <laughs> makes me feel icky. Love was just ooh
1: cuz it's so like mature and grown up. Yeah. Yeah. Love. <laughs> <sighs>
0: Okay, I I need to start book 2.
1: Yeah, I I definitely want to read the next book now, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we're <laughs> I don't know if I can do it this month with or <laughs> for November with the uh the big
0: featured, featured read. <laughs> like 800 uh, and something pages.
1: Damn. Uh, but it's definitely up next on my TBR. For sure. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, I think uh I think that's pretty well it for tonight.
1: I think so. What a good month.
0: <laughs> yep. I think it was a pretty good month for reading. Quality books. Yes. For the most part. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. We we're just never gonna speak of, of that again.
1: <laughs> I'm curious now too though. <laughs>
0: well put it on your tbr
1: all right i guess that concludes it
0: yes if uh again if anybody has any recommendations or suggestions for books that you'd like us to cover let us know on our instagram
1: Mm-hmm. bye <laughs> see you next week <laughs> yeah now, now that we're behind oh, that's so true <laughs>
0: oh well it happens yeah
1: toodles